some creativity. creativity for the society. The Process Podcast. It's the Process Podcast, episode 60. Six zero. Six How does zero. that feel? Pretty crazy, isn't it? It's a bit I weird. I mean, it still feels like it was only yesterday that's, that Sean was on, and that was... I know. That was 10. That's 10 episodes ago now. 10 episodes ago. Even Belinda, too, like episode 57. Yeah. Literally, only, only three episodes ago feels like... I mean, weird. technically, it was last week. But yeah. it feels like a lot longer. It does feel a lot longer for sure. Strange. Yeah. It's strange how that works. Like it gets to the point where it's just like turning or churning out episodes. It's like mm-hmm. not that you forget, but you it's, lose like, track it's not like time. you forget what you talk about, but you lose track of it so easily. Everything kind yeah. of blurs together. Yeah. It's like the first two months of quarantine just disappeared. I feel like the entire so far months of quarantine has disappeared yeah it's now officially the first of december <laughs> like i saw something you know when you see those memes i, I know you don't see that many memes but you know like <laughs> you know like in the in, in the end building <laughs> that was good the end building washroom ground floor yeah and yeah. they had those those pictures of like the the instructions of like how to wash your hands oh yeah 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 that someone that. drew on the guy it looked like he was dabbing yeah just, yeah <laughs> anyways you know, like though that type of like illustration, that style, very infographic. So there's a lot of memes that are like in that style, and they're hilarious. Really? Like, have you seen the one where it's like the guy pointing to himself in the, in the mirror? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so uh-huh. I've seen the meme where it's like you know, when when you're hyping yourself up, getting ready to tell uh, your girl that you're gonna like you're gonna get your sweaters back type thing, oh, <laughs> or yes. something like that. Like they're funny, right? Well, I saw one earlier when i was on a break and it was like some guy three hour break from work yeah there was a guy like running at another guy (laughs) with a knife but it was in that style like it looked like it was almost like some self-defense graphic it was super funny that's weird but it was like like, but it was like um me trying to like the guy with the knife was like uh realizing it's only um it's like a little over three months until next march and then the person with the knife running who's being run at is like me trying to get process the last march. <laughs> oh my god. Like that's wild, isn't that's it? That's crazy, isn't it? It's only like basically a little over three months. That's so insane. Until That blows my mind. It's been a year of pandemic. Dude, where did the time go? I I don't know. Yeah, what have wild. we done? Have we done anything? feels like we haven't done anything. We graduated, apparently. Like, other than this. Other than it this. It doesn't even feel like we graduated. It feels like we were just in school, and then all of a sudden, now we're not. We're just on a long break. I hate us from school. Yeah. Pretty How did much. you say that again? How did you say that word? Hi- hiatus. Well, I thought you said, I, I hate us. I hate us. I, I like, mean, me? yeah, same. Same Weird difference. Though. I, I hate us. I hate us. No, I don't hate I us. I don't hate us. I love I lo- us. I love us. I love us. We're pretty cool. Pretty so. entertaining, in in minimal quantities. I think. Did you get up to anything? In uh, minimal any, quantities. In minimal quantities. Do anything nifty today? It was um, absolutely. It was so. It was. It was too snowy today. I didn't work yeah. from home the entire day. It was terrible. Well, that's good because it'd be too much of drive. Yeah, I woke up like when, the last night. They were on the news saying like, "Oh yeah, like our area was supposed to get like dumped on with snow overnight." But I woke up and it was like didn't seem 
bad. Like there that was bad. snow, but it didn't seem like crazy end of the world snow. Um, yeah. But um, not much. Just worked, I guess. And then I did um, a quick little poster thing that I that I posted on my Ooh. Instagram. Um, How long did that take? Because I saw it, I liked it from the process Instagram. Um, like logged in on the laptop. Probably f- from starting to thinking of what to do, to like actually posting it probably like 40 minutes wow That's or, not or maybe a little less because there's not really much to it to be honest Pretty right easy. it's not really not much did you put it. like a is there like a grain filter on top of that because yeah. i'm looking at that and there's a seems to be a bit of grain i did like you do that in camera raw or bring in a png i just brought an image mm, um good call because i was i was gonna like i kind of like um they do in concept design a lot but also see a lot of posters that will like you know go to like um filter or whatever and then add noise and you add like a film oh, grain yeah. to it because it yeah they do it in concept design because it makes it gives you that like film quality like it looks like yeah. a movie kind of a little bit more and having yeah. a little bit of texture sometimes makes it a bit more real texture like, makes stuff so real to the, to the eye because when you look on a screen like illustrator or photoshop it's like if it's just like perfect color or something it looks it's weird it doesn't too look much right. like digital right yeah yeah so like I was going off of like some of the guys I some of the graphic design guys uh, guys I, I like on Instagram do the same thing where they that was a mouthful yeah where they where they throw on like a texture where it looks like it's an old piece like card or something it's pre- printed on or whatever oh yeah um old card stock yeah kind of thing so yeah but instead of just adding like noise I um I have in, in my photo library my reference library I have a folder with like textures in it. And they're all, like old film, like where it looks like old film camera, like yeah. when they have like the artifacts on the on the screen where it's like either scratches or little fuzzies or whatever, right? Yeah, little bits of dust, little bits of dust, so skin like, cells. I have ones like that. I have Dang ones that are like canvas texture, old paper texture, like oh, watered, wow. like ripple. You know, where like a water you got paper wet and it's dried and it's like bubbled and yeah. everything, like yeah. stuff like that, and like sticker oh, cool. textures so i i just found one that was like it kind of is like a kind of canvas ish rough cardstock mm. type texture and i just brought that in over top of the image um but it was it was kind of like a blue tinted so i just like auto contrasted the the image mm. and auto colored it so it just like matched it a little more and went more grayscale and then you just go to like your um blending mode or whatever and go to a screen oh yeah and like and then you just play around with the opacity so it it just adds like that little texture to it so yeah i did that i like it a lot looks cool like tones it down a bit doesn't look so new and like yeah. digital it looks yeah. less harsh it looks yeah softer in a way yeah. in a weird way i'm going to um uh we're gonna do i you sent me this photo at like i don't can't even remember what it was you told me about it at some point throughout the day it's probably around three-ish i think finish yeah, it before sounds, i start sounds about back. right yeah, right. And I said, ooh, I'm going to do a critique of it on the show. Live critique. And I do really like it. I quite like it a lot. Thank you. I'm just opening a... It's a real quick, a no bigger. images. Just just text, really. Yes. There's Largely no, text-based. Um, there's no like image on it. It was, it was funny because... Um, so my boy Sawyer messaged me and was like, how much for Sawyer. a high-quality print of this? Cause this really hit home. I was like, I don't know. I would have oh. to get some quotes. I don't, I honestly don't know, but I was like, honestly me too. I guess I was just in the mood where I was thinking about that. And I was like, I'm just going to 
Do it, because uh, okay. I was, like, chilling on my break, just in bed, like, on Instagram and stuff, just scrolling through things, and, um, like, I saw... Like, like, like I saw something and it was like some design thing on Instagram and it was like, you know, basically it was exactly what we've talked about before about, you know, co- how copying is okay for learning. Like it's the best way, like, yeah. you know, you're, yeah. cause you're, you're, cause you're learning from doing rather than just like theory or something, listening, listening, watching, uh, you're actually doing it. Um, so I saw that and then I saw something about that guy again, who was, who got his design ripped off by that car company and oh yeah and then how's I, that going um i don't know the last thing i saw was just on linkedin he was still just like putting more pictures to show how alike it is um uh, it's like okay we get it you have a twin brother somewhere yeah move on and then i just saw some like kind of going through some graphic design stuff some of the posts i follow and or some of the guys i follow and like i saw like two or three different guys and they had three different like poster or if they were like album cover designs or something, but they were all, it almost looked like it was all done by the same person, but it was three different accounts. Mm. Like the style oh. was, was very similar. And, um, and I was just like, some people might rush to be like, Oh, they're copying each other or one of them copied the other or whatever. You would but, think initially anyways, but I was like, is that, does it really matter? And I was like, and I was just in the mm. headspace where I was like, everyone's so touchy about copying and everything. I was like, obviously yeah. you don't copy, steal someone's work and put your name on it and sell it, whatever, claim it as your own. That's like yeah, the, move. the biggest sin. But, you know, like when it, when it comes to like, you now we've had the chat before about, you know, developing your own style and it's okay to draw from other people and essentially mm-hmm. copy to help develop your own style. Like eventually you'll just put your own twist on it and, um i was like do you know what i wonder so i just made Mm. this thing that was like it says uh is originality even a thing anymore zw01 forward slash 0112.01.20 copyright 2020 it's pretty intense is the black border yours on it yeah it's just, just um okay the black border is the size of the Instagram. Oh, and then, because okay. I found when I did um my ZHU poster, it was smaller than the, um, than the full, like uh, 1350 by 1080. Yeah. It was smaller. And I liked it. And when I did my boat one, I filled up the screen. Oh. And it, it was bigger, but when you read it on like a phone, when you look at it on a phone, I didn't like how, how much it filled up the screen. Oh, really? Uh, I kind of liked the idea of having liked it framed more. Yeah. Either a border or like, I see a lot where it's, it's just a black background. So it just looks like it's a page on top, like kind of on the screen rather than like the whole screen. Hmm. So it's like, I'm just gonna make it a bit smaller, but, um, yeah, not bad. I was even thinking of like, I don't know if I would do it as like a, if it would work as a PNG and then it wouldn't have a background, then it would just be whatever the background of Instagram is. If that would work. I think it would be white by default. Yeah. Well, sure. mine would be black, I think, because it's dark mode. Oh, see, I think when, I think whenever you upload a PNG, 
regardless because it's a transparent background. It'll just go white. I think by, I think no, I think it goes black by default. Oh, okay. Because I've so. got PNG like PNGs of sketches that I've done on my iPad in Sketchbook Pro, and I've saved, I've exported them as PNGs to bring into Photoshop and Illustrator, and they just show up as a big black image on the screen because the pixels of the sketch itself are like a true black, like a 35, 35, 35, 100 CMYK color combo. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure uh, most PNGs are going to be the same way. Oh, yeah. So, but like in your case, it wouldn't, you would still be able to see the text because it's not a, it's not true black. It's like a darkish gray, right? Yeah. That was the same black I used for yeah. the team time travel stuff. It's like the Pantone mm. hexachrome black. Hexachrome. I like that. Yeah, it sounds cool, and I just really love the color. It's like a warmer black. Like, it's almost like a a sweater that's been worn a little bit. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? It's been it's washed a few times. It's aged. Fa- it. Yeah. It's a little bit softer. Yeah. It's a little bit warmer than just, like, sometimes straight black or just, like, like, like the perfect black or perfect white is so harsh sometimes. It almost looks like Very. too, like, plain especially on screen because it's so digital whereas like yeah a little bit off white and a little bit like lighter black i I like i think that was a good call i'm going to i'm going to critique you now i'm going to rip into you a little bit okay. and it's not like i know anything so take okay. it for what it's worth so um, i think spelled correctly i think so i was trying to get you on that i was trying to see if you spelled something I, wrong but you did i not. spent when i said 40 minutes on the whole thing i spent 22 minutes off of just double checking the spelling Okay, fair. Even though it's one, two, three, four, five, six words. Yeah. I was double checking, man. I appreciate that. Um, Okay, let's take a look at it here. Um, If I was you, I would have on the the Y in Aliti, in the end of originality, I would have pushed the kerning on the Y out just a bit more to give it a bit of breathing room where it meets up with the crossbar, the T. Um, right. and I would have done the same thing with the E at the end of more. I would have pushed it a bit closer to the, um, question mark there. And then the only other thing that I would have done is increase or decreased the, the heading, which is the space between the lines of text. I would have maybe cut that in half and then just done that. But I like the graphics Fair. at the bottom, like the ZW, the 01, the 120. And I like that like little status loading bar thing. Mm-hmm. Like it, it doesn't even it has no functional purpose in terms of giving the reader or the viewer information, but it kind of grounds out that bottom right hand of the right hand corner of the sketch. Plays nice and it definitely plays nicely with the uh the copyright 2020 right up at the top of the image there. Mm-hmm. Just trying to see if there's anything else. Yeah, that's what would have been. I got to play around more is the is actually like spacing with lettering because I don't really yeah. do that much. Don't really work with it much to be honest. Yeah, that's you know what I'd recommend for that? Illustrator. No, I would recommend oh. watching a absolutely beautiful Skillshare. Oh, send gonna... send them to me because I set up the whole thing earlier. Oh, did you? On yeah, the app. I would yeah. recommend. I would recommend that you watch customizing type with Draplin. Okay, yeah. What it's like an hour. I think the whole class itself is an hour. Because you can do um, all that stuff in Photoshop too, right? Just not 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's all cool. it's all adjusting type, like adjusting the kerning, yeah. the heading, and then like he teaches you the uh, keyboard shortcuts. And I'm pretty sure most of the keyboard shortcuts are transferable from Illustrator over to Pro- uh, probably, Photoshop yeah. for the most part. And if they're not, you can just customize them, like set up your own preferences. Yeah, that's what I've done, and then it's just it's pretty beautiful. But yeah, and then yeah, that would be the main thing. Is it look like it, I I quite like it, but I would like to see what it looks like. Like if we were to make prints out of this, I would like to see what it looks like if it's the if the the heading, which again is the spacing between mm-hmm. the different lines of text, is just decreased. Yeah, fair enough. Just to see what that looks like, and then another thing that I think would be cool. This probably takes a bit more work, mm-hmm. but it could also be cool as a large scale print. Like if you're getting this as like a 30 by 40 size print, yeah. um, is to take the um, the rectangle that you have, the light gray rectangle, take that graphic as a poster itself, and then we can shoot a photo where it's like a mock-up and there's like this wooden floor on the bottom and we can put a piece of uh, like foam core elevated off the ground a little bit and like just add some texture and stuff in behind it maybe um maybe like some old pencil shavings and stuff like Mm. real like dirty artistic creative looking stuff and then take that graphic in photoshop as a smart object and like perspective warp it to the top of the foam core in this photo that we take and then we can like composite everything together blend it all together and make it look like this is a poster that's been printed on this thing and is now like on top of the floor like got hiccups again and it kind of just like sits there you know mm. i think that could be kind of cool that would be pretty cool that's a lot more work though oh yeah requires a lot of setup but i think yeah i think that could be really cool but no other than that very good. Like, I, considering it took you forty minutes, that's pretty. Good. I, I liked it because it was it was simple. I wasn't messing around with pictures or anything. It was just like, and it was kind of getting like a a thought that I was just going around in my head, and I was like, I'm just gonna explore it a bit. And is that an original line? What or not original? Well, that's goes back well, to the whole idea of the poster. Yes. Uh, yeah, I didn't see the whole like the actual it written that way. Like, is original? I I just thought of that. That's pretty. Um, but you know i quite like it yeah i think we should i think we should at least look into making prints that would be pretty sweet i mean i the funny thing is i went with helvetica as well because it plays on the whole original <laughs> originality thing yeah because helvetica is like the most overused yeah, cliche font just like you could use. it's cliche but, but i do works. love it honestly i just love helvetica it just looks nice it does look nice you speaking know. of helvetica um i was playing around with uh adobe have you ever used Adobe Portfolio? I haven't. No, I haven't used it. No, I don't think so. I would recommend it. Well, I don't have Big it, time. right? I, I'd like to. Oh, you don't? Because you, you need the, you need the suite. With... I think you need the full suite for oh. Adobe Portfolio. I literally just really? have the. I literally just have the package where it's just um, Photoshop and Lightroom, I believe. That's incredibly frustrating. I mean, I might, I could look to see if I have, I just don't think, last time I checked, it was just, like it was included in the the full suite. I think you might be right now that you mentioned that. But I I know Sean, I know Sean uses it. That's like his main, 
um, website is his Adobe portfolio thing. And I was looking at it cause I'd never set mine up. I was like, like what, what is this all about? And it seems pretty nice. It's yeah. like a way, I think you can link it up with your Behance so that if you have a project Probably. on Behance, you can easily integrate it into your, that would actually um, be super hot. Yeah. That'd be really cool actually. Yeah. It basically builds you a website. It just has the dot my portfolio tag yeah. in the, uh, the domain. That's what I want to be honest. I want to do that. Which, yeah, I don't think it's a bad thing to have because it's an Adobe thing. It's not like you're, it's not like it's www.dylantorville.com forward slash Wix or something like that. No, like you just, it's, who cares? Like, See, you say that, but then there's been times where I'm, I'm sure that there's been times where an employer looks at a potential candidates thing and it's like a, it's a link to a Wix website or a, or even just a, like a WordPress website, but it still has the paid or still has the unpaid uh, thing in it. Which, I guess. if you're not if you're not paying for it, it, it'll keep the name of the host in your domain name. And then, because I was reading about it, like I was reading, is it worth spending the money to get your own domain name or just have a www.zachwatson.wix.com and have that as a professional thing, and then like the consensus being that if you're not willing to invest say 150 bucks in marketing yourself then what does that say about you i mean like, yeah oh, but like what true. i would also f- say like what if you're starting out and you don't have the money yeah like this is true and like then at that thing. point it's like an employer's like well you don't seem very professional if you're not willing to invest in yourself or that it's like bro i'm I don't physically have the fucking broke. money man like you're gonna really not hire me just because of that just have I mean, a look sure on the happened. website it has first. to happen i'm sure it has well, yeah. but like i don't know i feel like you got but i'm sure it's also it. happened where where the person has genuinely been really yeah, good okay and really talented fair yes but i feel like if that's not the case and this isn't to bash wicks but no and if that's the case and like you know then okay maybe but like i'm sure there's been times where like you just you're starting out and you can't afford that yeah. And if and if the employer still is like, oh, you can't afford it. Well, still, that looks very unprofessional. No, I won't even look at what's on your website. You got to be kind of a big dickhead, I think, personally, to do that. Yeah, lots of big dickheads. Like, do you really sure. think that really matters? Like, really? See, on a surface level, probably not. It probably doesn't matter. But in terms of a professional appearance online it totally helps you know yeah like ha- if you were to have www.zachwatson.com and then you put that next to a link that's www.zachwatson.wix.com even though it's literally adding three letters you as- yeah. it's like you associate that with someone who may be unprofessional or yeah. less experienced yeah, or less established. Yeah, that's fair, I guess. Like it's it's not to belittle anyone who is doing that cuz like I did the same thing. I I think I still have like two or three Wix sites that are floating around somewhere in the dark web that are just like Dylan Torville design, Dylan Torville portfolio. Mm. Dylan does art something like that. I always wanted to do like the Dill does design because the triple D sounded really good, but yeah. when you spell it out, it looks like Dildo's design. 
Oh, and if you say it fast, it would yeah. sound like that too. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, no, I can't do that, unfortunately. I mean, not unless I made that like my my personal brand and I became like the dildo guy, which I'm sure I could be. You could. I'd be like if I went like, okay, I'm going to do whack design, but like actually like go for it and yeah. own it kind of thing. It. You embrace the whack design. It's like, why would I want to go somewhere where it's called whack design? But, what do you think about having like having a, a studio called dildo designs um but like we just we make edgy stuff <laughs> like dildos uh i don't know we could are you saying like actually spelt like that or it just sounds like it when you say it it would be d-y-l-d-o yeah as opposed see, to yeah, d-i-l-d-o i don't know it would be kind of funny it'd be funny it's it's avant-garde and I a guess. very that and it's pushing it i think but i feel like you also by that you would like kind of narrow down your potential clients like maybe some older more established people or something like that that aren't so hilarious would be like yeah, i don't know if i want to you know be associated with this and then some younger yeah. hip hip people or whatever might be like yeah that's really funny <laughs> and then they do it i don't know dildo, dildo design agency yeah i mean it could it it has cut through it sticks in your brain you're not going to forget the company that's named no. after a sex toy. But then it's like, you convince the client. It's like, you know, you put your name on like the product or something. It's like designed by Dildo Design. Designed by DD. You just put, oh, see, even like the acronyms DD, for it. Double triple D. D. Yeah. Triple D. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's not, probably not the best example of a, a branding and exercise, but Going back to the whole Adobe 3D portfolio dildo thing. designs doesn't work either. No, it doesn't. No. Because then Damn. it sounds like you just make custom 3D, dildos. Yeah. 3D printed. Yeah. Custom 3D printed dongers. Can we get into that? You totally could. I mean, it's there's a market for I it. I think there, there's a market there. I might have to capitalize on that. Yeah, not a bad idea. Designer. I mean, people are at home. People are stuck at home. That's quarantine. Quarantine sucks. Designer dildos. Is that a Ooh. thing? I don't know what that would. It's got to be. I'm not googling it though. I'm not. Googling I'll it. I'll Google it after. I I I don't know what it entails, but I don't know. Bougie stuff. I'm. I can imagine. <laughs> but but going back to the Adobe portfolio thing. Yes, please. It's like it's got all these templates and stuff, and it seems very straightforward, but also just super easy to integrate. And you can have up to like five different websites. Oh. through Adobe Portfolio. So you could have one that's strictly industrial design. You could have one that's strictly like graphics. You could have one that's like just photos. Or you could have, and then you could have an entire one just dated, dedicated to sketching. That's pretty you know? cool. I was like, oh man, that's a that's not a bad idea. I that's like pretty that sweet. I like, I imagine like, because Behance is very intuitive and easy to use and like really, mm -hmm. like it, you know, you just, the templates they have and like the way the whole site set up is really nice. Yeah. It looks nice. And that's nice. an Adobe program and too. That's Adobe. So I'd imagine. Or Adobe service. Yeah. I'd imagine the portfolio is pretty good as well. I think so. Like I was just playing around with it before we hopped on the call here and it, uh, it's, it seems awesome. Like I have my own web, I have my own website and that works perfectly fine. But I'm like, what if I made another one? Mm. Like how many websites is too many? Well, you should be able to Google Dylan Torville, and then the first, the first page, page of Google results is just all, is just all DylanTorville.com. 
I mean, the fr- I think if you Google, you you try it because my my browser history is all skewed. Mm. What ha- what what, c- what comes up first? If I put what Dylan. Yeah, just search up Dylan Torville in uh, in the search bar. See what comes up. Let's see. First thing is DylanTorville.com. Dylan Torville, industrial design, photo and video. And then the second one is AppliedTechnology.Humber.ca, Dylan oh. Torville, Humber College. Oh, that must be for the thesis and thing. And then the third thing is LinkedIn, Dylan Torville, content producer, oh, industrial really? designer, Spartech. That's and then me. I don't know if it's because it's tailored to me as well. Maybe. Because the then, then the next thing is the Instagram. My Instagram? Uh, Yeah. And then the or, and then the fourth thing is some uh, Amazon link to a book or something. And then the uh, fifth thing is me. your Behance. Wow. For your for the for the for BRP. And then the last thing is your thesis on Behance. So you are the whole page except for one thing is you. That's not bad. And then the images is uh, you. And then oh, it keeps Probably. going. Your Pinterest. Another Pinterest. Yeah, I can imagine there's a lot of Pinterest on related there. searches. Humber Thesis 2020. I don't. I think it's tailored to me as well, though, because I'm connected. It could be. What is this Amazon link? I'm still figuring. Oh, there's it a out. lot of stuff. There's a lot of stuff from the podcast here. Did you from write the Daily this? Talk show. When I was in Australia, it was like a kind of like a PR thing that we did. Oh, so it is you. I'm still figuring it, it is out. Me. Yeah, yeah. About. So okay, so the entire for me, the entire, the entire page is page. you. I gotta get that WordPress symbol out of the the uh the little icon at the top of the website there. Gotta figure out how to get that out of there. Make some important calls. Listen, do you know who I am? Get this out of here. ASAP. Do you know who I am? Do it has my know? Facebook on here. What the hell? I didn't even know still had facebook if you scroll down far enough you get to my imdb page which there's not much on there but sorry i just saw a i just saw a picture of the new ford electric suv and almost threw up oh god really is that bad the mock e i just fucking hate it what's it called i'll take a look chevrolet ford oh ford ford mustang mock e Oh, they literally used the Mustang name and the mock name. That looks pretty on gross. a fucking SUV that has nothing to do with the Mustang. Who's in charge of this? I don't know. Who designed this? I just I remember being the auto show in February, March, whatever, with my dad in the Ford booth, which is one of the big booths at the show, one of the biggest booths at the show. I must pay yeah, they pay a fortune. lot of money there. And right in the middle, everyone's crowded around this new Mach E. In this like bright blue color, I think, and and everyone's like, you can hear everyone like, "Wow, this looks amazing!" And they're doing like a presentation. I'm looking at it, being like, "Who? How they fucking allow this? This is ugly." In my opinion, this I think it looks terrible. super ugly. I think it's like a disservice to the name. Like, I know you're trying to, it's big for car companies to like go through the history, and be like, hmm, "What name haven't we used in years that we can bring back and get people that are like now older who remember the name when they were young when it first came out." How can we tie that back into things because we're not creative enough to come up with a new fucking name? Yeah. So they come up with, they bring back mock, but what kills me too is like, there's a commercial I've seen on like 
YouTube and stuff, even on TV for it. And it almost sounds like it's Brian Cranston doing the voiceover. I don't think it is, but it sounds oh, yeah. like it. But the, like the commercial is like flipping through like the history of the Mustang and the Mach-E and it's like the voice out over is saying like, you know, you know, all this history that we and knowledge of all these years of the Mustang and the Mach uh, name and everything that, you know, all the performance, all the history and everything we've has brought us to this moment to, you know, for this new car. And it's like an electric SUV. I was like, it couldn't be more opposite of the original car you're talking about. Like you're going to go sucks. through all the history of this great car of a Mustang and then like end up and be like, so, so all the history and time we spent on this, we're going to bring back the name, but use it on an electric SUV. It's like, oh, to me, no. it's like, yeah, it's like a disservice, man. I don't know. Absolutely don't like it. Not, not I a just fan Googled, of it. I just Googled Zach Watson. Because I was curious. Nothing popped up. There's two photos in Google Images that are you, and one of them's half your face. There's a photo of Mick Jagger on here for some reason. That's cool. Maybe I look like Mick Jagger. Um, Hopefully not, because he looks like a skeleton. Yeah, he's he's basically dead. Like uh, like... There is some of your Behance stuff on here. Your LinkedIn shows up if you scroll down far oh, enough. Oh, okay, cool. Junior designer. Dead sack. Disney. And then Zach Watson on Behance on the second page. Um, I guess it's not bad for an Avenue website. So yeah, not terrible. Website. I think I think it is tailored for us though, because you we're think? connected. So it's I I have a feeling slightly because yeah. it's isn't that deep how it enough works? into the algorithm for sure. For yeah, sure. that's what I think. You go you go if you go deep enough, you'll find the answer. Like already after spending time yesterday talking about my headphones yeah. and skillshare all the no. advertisements on my instagram today have been for the sony pair of he- sony headphones i just bought and like the exact ones the xm4s and skillshare that's the that's those are the two advertisements i've had on all my instagram today it's just those you have a so, Google mini right next to your yeah, microphone right? yeah. setup don't you same yep. you know yep. what I th- you know what they're probably doing they're probably so listening in on each and every single podcast conversation and then Maybe. just tailoring everything we're giving them what they want yeah and it, that's how you give them i mean also it's like i spent the past week or two looking at those headphones oh, online true. researching it and then also um being on skillshare setting that up today so yeah. it, that like that's all in the algorithm it's it but it's it's weird yeah it's have you watched any Skillshare episodes yet? No, it was because I um I quick time finished. Like I had a break, had some you lunch. You say you quick time finished? I I quick time finished the poster. <laughs> what? What does that mean? I, I, when I finished the fo- poster, I quickly went up and like scanned the QR code and started that thing, and then um, quick time, quick time finished. Quick time finished it, and then uh, so I haven't watched it yet. But I I saved the uh, that Blender concept yeah. car one. That you know, yeah, yeah, it's a good I'm one. Start watching that. All wanna, nine hours because i was working on some more like catting some like wheel designs for work and um came up with like a cad one that i thought was pretty sick and then uh i put like a in solid works of all places and uh i made like a tire like a cool concept looking tire that was like you know super low profile and had like this cool like really futuristic tread in it 
and then um put that on the rim and then rendered that in uh key shot with like the rubber and everything and it looked like Ooh, super cool and then beautiful. i was playing around with like kind of thing that kaizo slim does on instagram where you know he changes like tire color so you have like red tires mm, or blue tires yeah. or white tires um and so i was playing around with that and i was playing around with like the because they have a rubber material on key shot and then they also have um um like a translucent rubber wow and so i was like oh, putting yeah, like yeah, a yeah, translucent rubber tire and like oh, and i was cool. like man i gotta learn how to model like concept cars because i need to have cool wheels and play with this stuff because it'd be so Big sick time. so yeah. I, was, I was uh i was listening to something on on the whole car design thing i was listening to oh you you know i'm big into podcasts but you with that's that's nothing new yes um i've been averaging about anywhere from 55 to 60 hours of podcast listening per week which i think is pretty okay that's it's pretty it's like wild not how many hours is that per day 60 let's say 55 divided by seven it's like eight hours basically yeah, 7.8 hours good amount of time that's like yeah that wow it's a kind of a problem day. um yeah literally nearly like the entire working day um oh, guess who was on dax shepherd's podcast this week america's favorite woman saying that with a bit of sarcasm oh hillary clinton yes oh my god i actually got that <laughs> oh my i thought i was gonna be funny with that answer no that oh she, my yeah, god she was on there well then. i was going to listen to it but i'm like oh, i don't know i would I rather not would. i think i'd rather i'd rather not yeah listen rather. to uh listen to some cameron cameron haynes episodes mm. naturally because cameron haynes is a beautiful human being but on the whole subject of car design there's this podcast the guy's name He's saying his name is the Crown Unfiltered, and I don't fully understand what that means. Um, right. He's the king. It's called Cr- apparently so. Crown Unfiltered. Oh, maybe his last name is Crown actually. Oh, that'd be a cool last name. I think yeah, I like that. Big big wins there. Big flex. Crown Unfiltered Car Design Podcast, and the description is a car design podcast centered around the personal, uh, pers- personal, personal processes and experiences of professionals. Does is he a car and designer, or is he just like a he likes He it? went to car design school, um, and he worked at Jaguar or Jaguar, Jaguar, depending on how you want to pronounce it. I believe by definition and by trade, yes, he is a car designer. Cool. Um, his first episode was with, oh my god, the hiccups are insane. Aldo Maria Sica from who designed with bugatti i believe hmm. the next one was with alan alan derosier who's some french guy eric scogland is a digital design manager in a car design studio um the second last one i listened to was Tarek ashur um don't know who he worked for listening to one with james hope now who is actually from toronto went to CCS and uh, worked at Ford for a bit. Hmm. Maybe he knows Bruce. It's possible. Depends what Ford he was at. German. The oh. German one. Oh. Or we're over in Germany. Oh, okay. Um, maybe, yeah, maybe 
Yeah, he, uh, let's see, where is he? Responsible for the Ford GT90. Do you know what that is? I don't. Is that one of the concept cars he did? I think. Yes, possibly. Okay, so this guy's this guy is a South African designer, digital modeler, and host of the Crown oh, Unfiltered. Yes. That car. He, yeah. Um, okay, GT90. Yeah. yeah. Thought it was. Yeah, he's he's got a good, nice South African accent. Ooh, it's very nice. Do you love it? Um, but yeah, there's like each episode is all different car designers. Hmm. Is um, it good? Is it cool? It actually is. Because it's it's genuinely very insightful because it, a lot of these guys are people who were obviously like kind of like yourself, very passionate about cars growing up. And that's kind of why they got into design school. And then it's about how they go through design school and they're talking about like how they got their first job or what their, what their working routines are like and what it's like working in a studio and like how they push to get these jobs. The most recent one, which came out on Saturday is with Ivan Shmatov who is a exterior designer at Audi in their motorsport mm. department. Um, mm. Yeah. Motorsport. And cool. then there's there's one from back in the middle of November with Anne Forschner, and she's an exterior design manager at BMW. Mm. Um, it was just, I liked it because it was obviously a lot more educational than we'll ever be able to be because we have not worked in a car design studio. I, not... W- so far so far you never yet. know you know you don't know yet yeah. you don't know exactly this thing's got a lot of longevity to it um but the idea being that you can kind of listen to them give it and it's a pretty raw and honest way of telling the story like it doesn't seem super distorted because it's it's the whole long-term conversation thing it's not like you're sitting down to do a three-minute clip for some youtube video that's going to be like cut down to a minute and a half it's like meet the designer and you get to know them in a minute and a half. Doesn't work like that. Yeah. Um, like most of them are, they range anywhere from 45 minutes to an hour, an hour and 20, I think was the longest one. I would definitely recommend checking them out yeah. for sure. I'm going to have to check it out. Crown unfiltered car design podcast. Um, and he does videos of them too. The videos are on YouTube. Ooh. I haven't watched them yet, but uh, might tune in just to see how he's doing that. But one of the guys that he was talking to was talking about learning Blender right. in, in a car design studio. And then the host, Crown Unfiltered, for lack of a better name, um, was like, yeah, like I, 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 he said it in a South African accent, but I'm not going to do a South African accent because right, it's a lot, good, of, a, good a lot of words to maintain. Yeah. Um, he was talking like, yeah, it was just like learning, learning Blender was something new because a lot of people used alias or mm-hmm. zbrush yeah zbrush is a thing yeah really zbrush is for like um, for clay stuff yeah chad used that i remember chad oh, showing he? me in like second year or something because it's used a lot in the gaming industry because it's like character design because it's like oh, it's like it? it's like a sculpture type program like that's yeah. how it, like you're like it's used a lot for character design it's very like organic like sculpture clay type thing Ooh. car in that interesting yeah Unless that was maybe for like interior or something, I don't fully remember. I don't know because I, I feel like alias for interior for. could be a pain, maybe. Probably, because it's meant for like exterior surfacing. But I wonder, could be for interior? Huh, interesting. Maybe. I knew but alias was like, like the big thing. 
Yeah, Alias seems like, based off how they talk, Alias seems like it's a standard, kind of like how we know SolidWorks. It seems like it should be a standard. Yeah. Um, Do you know that Alias is a Canadian company? Is it actually? From Toronto? Isn't it Autodesk? Yes. It's part of Autodesk, like, total, but, like, Alias themselves is Toronto-based. Oh, Yeah, Toronto-based. Pretty, I had no idea. No idea, wow. But yeah, no, I like especially for yourself. I oh, would actually, totally recommend listening in. That makes sense because wasn't there like Autodesk jobs or something that like some of the profs would say to us about, like based in Toronto? Yeah. Well, there's a big Autodesk building right downtown on King Street. King Street or Queen Street, something huh, like that. Interesting, yeah. New off I, uh, King Street. No I'm idea sure. though. No idea. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been in the Autodesk building before. Evelyn mm-hmm. and I were downtown one time and we were walking. It was, it was in the winter two years ago and we we're walking back and we cut through the Autodesk building because right. it was cold outside. Speaking of cold, that was a good transition. Um, not really. Flew the drone today in the snow, which worked totally fine. I was yep. a little scared. Right. A little scared of moisture, but I've got the drone in front of me here. Let me just, oh, oh, little drone guy. Just, yeah being all robotic and watching me and everything. Um, Fluid in the snow, no problems. But my fingers... Frozen. Are, God, oh, dude. dude. You need some it flying was, gloves. I need flying you know, gloves. You need I those need to like just, leather need to, driving gloves, but like for yeah, that. Yeah, that's what I need. So you look fancy as hell too. Because I had these like roots gloves that were finger gloves that I'll use for driving, but they're they're a little slippery. And with the uh, like the joysticks on the controller being so small, I didn't want to have these gloves on and then I'm like miss the controller or something or mess something yeah. up as I'm trying to fly. It just wasn't very nice. It was like, I'm just going to take the gloves off. I was flying for three minutes and 45 seconds. That <laughs> three minutes and 45 seconds worth of video. And my, like, I, my thumbs are still in pain. Because Damn. of how cold they were. You could almost... And it wasn't really even that cold today. It was like minus five. Yeah, it wasn't that bad. Well, at least over here it wasn't bad. You could almost... Like, I feel like the um, like the sticks on that controller are like the ones on like a remote control hel- helicopter or plane type mm-hmm. controller where it's like the small ones, which I guess is yeah, probably really, good for accuracy, really I guess, or something. But I feel like that would be... For the drone, especially because of how easy it is to fly... I feel yeah. like it'd be better if um, the sticks are more like, like something like from like a PlayStation or Xbox, because oh, those like are a lot a, more more of a larger pad. Yeah, for those are a lot maybe. more comfortable. Because it's not like you mm. like, I guess you could be like, oh, the small ones may be more accurate or something for flying. But like, the drones are so mm. easy to fly. Anyways, it's not like a yeah. remote control helicopter or plane. It's like so easy and like it's so easy to be precise with them. Yeah. I feel like, like the drone literally does most of the work for you. It yeah, hovers for you. So it'll detect stuff for you for the most part. I feel like that'd be more comfortable. It's like yeah, sticks probably. like that instead of just like these little hmm. things. Maybe 3D print some like custom. Uh, you could and just slip them over top. Yeah. You definitely yeah. 100% could do that. Or even 3D print a thread because that's how they they like just twist into the, the oh. ball socket, whatever the ball socket yeah. or like. Yeah, I guess it's it is a ball socket in there. Yeah. It's connected to some type of a electronic piece, and you could probably just three D print it, 
figure out whatever the thread is or like you were saying just have it attach right on top yeah just imagine these large like uh kind of like petals in a way just like holding it with your thumbs like a real air traffic mm-hmm. controller kind of guy just like oh i just hit the microphone just like a zzz, and then the drone just goes zzz, yeah that'll takes work. off it'd be pretty cool it was really cool though seeing um because i was i so badly wanted to see what the world looks like from it the sky nice. in the it, snow it looks beautiful what i found interesting too because i remember when you showed me the shots when you took it out a little while ago without the snow and you were saying oh like it I guess we were saying it, it was almost kind of like iPhone where like the, the picture wasn't mm-hmm. so like it was a little fuzzy, especially when you zoomed in because of how much information yeah. is on the, like all the trees yeah. and the branches. Like I f- the photos, the photos just look, the photos look good, but they look a little muddy in a way. Yeah. That's why I But I felt it. like the, the snow ones, you didn't have the issue as much. Maybe it was no. just because I was looking over snapchat when you sent me the video but it looked it looked more clear i've noticed that the video looks better from the drone than the actual photos do yeah Hmm. interesting because we we have like a there's like a four or maybe even a three second clip in the trailer for the process podcast which is on the website and somewhere on linkedin i think yeah it's on linkedin and there's like a three second clip of the drone footage in that and I like color graded it and added a bit of a color to boost the saturation in it because there was a nice lens flare moment. But mm. dude, that the footage there is sharp and that's only 2.7K. Yeah. That's not even 4K. Can't imagine. It looks beautiful. The photos look good, but that's kind of it. Interesting. I haven't, I haven't edited any of the, the drone photos though, to be honest. I haven't like gone yeah. out with the intent to shoot photos with a drone mm. it's always been like learning to fly and like practicing different flying techniques like basically going in a giant circle like how can i do a giant continuous circle and rise or descend do all that kind of stuff but right maybe got to explore the whole photo aspect of things too possibly but yeah it was uh it was good good flying but my fingers are pretty fucked pretty you fucked. need some some cool gloves some cool driving gloves yeah Need to 3D print some more ergonomic joysticks. Could do that though. That'd be kind of cool. Maybe they're like you hold it more vertical. Like you've got the joystick in your hand like this, but you're maybe with like your thumb and forefinger, you're controlling it and it adds like an extra three inches to it, maybe. Could do that, yeah. Could be possible. Be interesting to figure out what's more comfortable. Mm, yeah, ergonomic testing for a drone control. Because like I feel like control. like a like a PlayStation controller is very mm-hmm. ergonomic and yes. is very comfortable. So I totally agree. yeah, maybe even that motion, like just the way those sticks are like contoured and everything. I mean, the rubber helps mm, too, yeah. I guess. But yeah, I like the texture helps. But yeah. I just wish that. I wish it was just a bit bigger in a way. The controller? Because like the controller itself is, it's not that it's small, but there's not much to it, right? Yeah. But the individual joysticks themselves, those are like the really tiny little dinky things. Yeah. Maybe, Maybe it's fine to have it the way it is, but maybe to have the option for a larger joystick, you know? Like if you wanted it, you could get something kind of like the PlayStation remote and just twist it on. It'd be kind of interesting if they did that. 
Yeah. So I think I have pretty fat thumbs. I think I have fat fingers in general. Think so. I like they're they're kind of short. Yeah, I'm more on that side just because my dad's hands are like that, anyways. But your dad, your dad has sausage hands. Like my like I have pretty much my hands are the same size as my dad's, but his are like four times the diameter. <laughs> <laughs> the fingers. It's got real chunky fingers in there. Yeah. Yeah. Feel yeah. My dad. My dad's fingers are the same way. And like, I used to think I had really skinny fingers. Like when I played a lot of guitar, I was like, oh yeah, I've got skinny fingers. That was just how I was looking at them. Right. Because I'm looking just down at them, and they're like, they're always like moving, like hitting different notes, and it d- didn't actually. Like I think I genuinely can confirm. I have chunky fingers. I started a new Field Notes notebook today too. That's exciting. Yep, it's the. Which one uh, is it? Dude, you're going to like this quote. Okay. I literally just read this. I didn't even realize this was on the front. If it says, is originality even a thing anymore, I'm going to shit myself. No. So that's the cover of it. Ooh, I like it. I like it. Looks pretty nice. The quote says, one and the many are one. The one is many in its universal form. The many are one in in their transcendental form what wow damn bro one and the many are one the one is many in its universal form the many are one in their transcendental form damn 48 page memo book durable materials made in the usa (laughs) proudly printed and manufactured in the usa at ddc cp joints so what does that mean? Is that like Good question. by saying the many and one are the same? Okay, that's the statement. That's the your your point. They're the same thing. Fair the enough. one in what universal term is the many? Universal the one is many in its universal form. When you say the one is in like this is for some reason a first example I can remind, but the one first, first another important thing is that one and many are capitalized. I would think like implying one, some sense of significance. You think of like one, one country, one group of people, one demographic, one group is like mm-hmm. many people in a universal term. Oh, true. One group is many people, or humans, one, just e- humans yeah, in general. One species is like that's a lot of people, but then in like a transcend transcendence form transcendental transcendental form you could say well like all of us in the uh, like in the world like mm. all come all come together as one yeah in like a you know a very out there deep meta deep meta is like we're all one we're all together wow maybe i don't know that's just one take on it i, I mean know. maybe we picked the wrong quote to think about on a tired day it's pretty yeah. cool though. Yeah, it's a explode. cool quote said by this guy named Sir Chinmoy or Sri. Oh, Sri Chinmoy. Wonder if he's like a yogi type person. Probably. Let's Google him. Let's Google him really quick. Um, I feel like you were Shri... gonna say something about Blender. Before, oh yeah, just just the significance of Puff. how industry like car designers are actively using it. Oh, that's today. good news. That's good news. Um, that yeah. was kind of the main the main thing that I took away from. 
listening to all these shows. And another one that I actually really liked was that this one guy, a guy who worked at Bugatti, would take the train for an hour and a half in the morning to get to work. And but he would intentionally get there at like six or seven in the morning so that he could just have an hour just to sketch by himself, not be distracted. Interesting. Like, dude, I want I want that in my life. Was it a young dude? Like I seen watched the video. Sounded, I think it could be. There is a guy following Instagram who's like, I don't know if he's the lead designer at Bugatti now or if he's a designer for Bugatti, but he's a young guy, like quite young. Hmm. Yes, Aldo he, Maria Sica. It could be that guy, actually. It does sound familiar now. The more I hear it, I knew he had the kind of a more out there name compared to. What yeah, we he's. Um, I. Th- it seems like he's recently graduated. Yeah, um, I'm pretty sure he did actually graduate recently. Recently is in the last couple of years. Um, yeah, I could be. That's but the Sri Sri Chinmoy or. Yeah, Sri Trinmoy, who said that quote. He's a uh, an Indian spiritual leader, yeah. Who's um, who taught meditation in the West after moving to New York City in 1964, established his first meditation center in Queens, New York, and eventually had over 7,000 students in 60 countries. Passed away in 2007. Wow. Wow. Should send uh, send his stuff to Maho. Yeah. See what she thinks about that. Seems like a cool guy though. Like he's he's bald or was bald. He was like he runs. There's a photo of him with uh how very spiritual. Is that Princess Diana? <laughs> no, it's not. No, it's not. Oh no, maybe it is. No, it's definitely not. It's pretty cool. Oh, there's a photo of him with Nelson Mandela course that's a good thing of about co- of course blender though that's that's good to hear because yeah. i feel like i a few years ago saying that i wanted to learn blender like to sev or something or to some people and people at school were like nah alias is what everyone uses in car and it's like solidworks or alias don't like blender is not used and then i remember seeing, like, well, you're like, not wrong but you're also not correct yeah and then i remember seeing like maybe a year ago or something, maybe less at some, some game company, one of the big game developers like help sponsor blender or something. Cause mm. like, cause it's free. They have to make money from like sponsors and like donations yeah. and they do like other, gotta like, make money somehow cool stuff. But, um, to get like, had a partnership with blender cause they were used, like they're endorsing like how they use that. And I, I saw something saying that like, you know, it's becoming more and more used in like gaming industry. And I was like, it just seems mm. too good not to like, not to use. Like, like I feel like you know people say, oh, well, you could do a better job like designing a car in Alias. Like maybe that's mm-hmm. true, but like when you show like a when you see like an Alias model of a car, you're like, okay, yeah, it looks sick. And then you can see some people that do really sick car designs in Blender, and you're like, well, that looks just as good. Like that yeah. looks really good. Obviously, when you, you see some like car designs in like SolidWorks, it's like. Even the good ones look kind of shit, in my opinion. Yeah, that's the thing. Because it's not meant for it, but um, it's just yeah, it's a it's a different it's a different medium, you yeah, know, for a different end end use, different different purpose. Yeah, so I don't know. That's why I kind of want to learn though. It just seems so powerful because you can do pretty much everything in it. Yeah, 
And the fact that it's free too maybe seems like, oh, it's a free tool. Like, why would I use a free tool? The the ones that you have to pay for are probably so much better. Like using a crap using a an off-brand version of Photoshop versus real Photoshop, right? Yeah. You would assume that real Photoshop, the licensed one, is better. And it may be, but not necessarily. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You gotta just like play it by play it by year. And it's like when Photoshop first came out, like Photoshop one, Photoshop two, it used to be so easy to just get like a cracked version of it online. And like people would post it online for free. Yeah. And be like, no issue. And it's like, you do the same thing with Blender now. Blender's free automatically. But then who knows in five, 10 years, did your mom just get your laundry for you? No. No. Fair enough. No. You sure about that? Yeah. All right. Fair um i totally lost my train of thought um like in five years it could be blender blender you could have to pay for it well i mean maybe i yeah i remember like years ago being like adobe was like one of the most pirated things ever like i felt like everyone i knew had like a pirated cs5 or something or yeah like an illustrator or something but yeah another crackdown on it but um, i mean maybe it could but also if it survived this far without having to go paid then that's true do you know how old Blender is? Um, Off the top of your head, I'm gonna I'll no, Google it quickly. I, I what don't, do you think? Don't really. Blender no, to be honest. is it? Er right? Blender. Yeah. yeah. Huh. Blender software. Blender software. All these Cyber Monday ads for plant blenders or for like vegetable stuff. Um, Blender is free and open source. Yes, take me to the Wikipedia, please. Wikipedia is asking for money now. Um, January second, nineteen ninety four. Wow, there you go. It's pretty old. Older, I thought. Most, I would have guessed like twenty six years, two thousand five or something. But wow, I guess not. That's crazy. Yeah, it seems powerful. Available I'm, in thirty four languages. I'm excited to get into it a little bit more. Yeah, now it's made me think like maybe it's uh. Maybe it's something that's worth I mean, looking into and spending time. I would like could because it's free. It's like, yeah, why not? And because of Skillshare, it's like why not? Like, just learn all the stuff. You know, yeah. Like Beats making a donut. To be honest, donuts great, but I kind, saw kind a funny meme. I don't know if it was like blue foam dust or something, and it was like, um, it was like, uh, like, like lead designer or something. And it was like, okay, I need you to um, CAD something. Uh, you said you're good at Blender. Can you show me what you can do? And then it's like you, <laughs> it's like you waiting to pr- waiting for. It's the time has finally come for you to prove your Blender skills. And then it's the guy, a guy, and he's like on the computer, like catting as fast as possible, and he's sweating, and he's like making the donut. <laughs> oh, did you? I think you showed me that video. Yeah, it was so yeah. funny, man. Like, oh, I like that a lot. I was like, that's good. This guy's I mean, like sweating. He's yeah, the, the blender, the keyboard. blender guru donut. Yeah. Lesson. I mean, I remember, I remember being in res and like staying up super late to learn Blender to do stuff for the chair project. Right. And you know, like I'd stay up to like two in the morning watching these videos, like following along with it, sitting at my little res desk with my little LED light that was underneath those weird cupboard things. And right. It was a time, man. It was a time. I feel in like eighth in my eighth floor room, looking out <laughs> over the Humber College parking lot. How exciting! 
window open in the middle of winter mood vibe oh, um big mood yeah i feel like youtube's one thing but then uh some some youtube tutorials are real bad though oh they're it's like the garbage. guy's not even talking and then like he's just like a little type and it's like and they go super quick and you have no idea what the fuck they're doing but it's actually a time lapse of screen capture that they put up <laughs> and they've they haven't bothered to talk they're just trusting that you can read everything along. supersonic speed and you're like dude i just opened up blender man i don't know where you do, what you're doing but like i feel yeah. like on skillshare i haven't watched the videos yet but i'd imagine because it's on that website which mm -hmm. is four lessons that they're probably pretty sick it's a curated like it's curated content on a curated platform yeah so right. it's going to be it's good specifically stuff. educational i'm excited because i'm I'm excited to see how hard it is to CAD one of these concept cars, like a car in, in Blender. Mm, yeah. You know maybe, I mean? Like if it's an eight hour lesson, so maybe, maybe it means taking a full day. Oh, what if you're able to use Blender for that project that we're going to do as for like to use that in like final renders I, and stuff? I thought about that. Yeah. I thought about that. We got to, we um, got to, we got to chat about that, chat about that off air yeah but i i thought about that because that'd be kind of yeah. sick to have a 3d model for it yeah it's like please send us sketches or something and it's like i got you and you're like here i got I you i did you better and it's just like a 3d model did, does it say sketches i have the document here i still i meant think to when you send read it out email. it was like they said sketches but it's one Ooh. of those things whenever you see design competitions like polestar when they were like yeah we're looking for like two or three pages of sketches and then every person who entered on instagram has like full digital renders or cad renders and you're like so yeah. sketches in air model. yeah in air quotes it's sketches you yeah. see like car car companies on there like you know official sketches of the new mustang or something and it's like not a sketch it's like a full render and you're like okay by sketches Shush. they mean not an actual pen and paper yeah. sketch they want they want the bling bling i'm about to sneeze so hard Bless you. Uh, you son Bless you. Bitch. See, I have a superpower, uh, apparently. Yeah, somehow. I feel like as soon as I started to say I'm gonna sneeze, it went away now. Yeah. Oh. I don't know. I'm not a I'm not a not a nose doctor. I just know that there's no there's tissue in my nose. It's the same tissue that's right. in my groin. It's like nose boners. It's like that new piece of knowledge. That's like your that you're gonna bring up at a party dude i literally learned that like a month and a half ago yeah. and i just i'll bring it up every now yeah, and then that's the that's your whenever whenever it's right there do you Shout know anything randomly Trussell. randomly interesting you're like well actually yes i do yeah the the tissue that's on the inside of your nose is the same that's on the inside of your g-spot <laughs> fucking fantastic there you go that's science that's straight up science straight science literally i'm gonna sneeze again Bless you. All right, we're going to wrap this up now. If you're just going to keep cock blocking my sneezes <laughs> here. I mean, I totally appreciate it because it just means less stuff to like compress mm -hmm. when we put this audio out into the world. So you don't just so destroy people can, uh, ears. Yeah. People just shove it in their ear holes and then it's just Dylan sneezing, just wonk. Not, right. uh, not good ear ergonomics. Right. But you know what like is a, good ear ergonomics? What? It doesn't even relate to ears. It relates to your fingers. Were you, you, know you can just do looking something up? Oh, no, you're looking at the pollster thing. Anyways, continue. Sorry. Yeah. You know, you, you know what you can do with your fingers, Zach? What can I do with my fingers? You can send me an email. Oh. And we can send you an email. 
Oh. To hide off the process podcast at gmail.com. Like Did you know that? that was you good. can use no, your I, fingers to do that. I just learned, actually. I'm still you learning. can literally use your nose to type that out. You can even use your own voice, like voice to text. Be like, hey, Google, send an email to hide off the process podcast at gmail.com. Did your Google just go off? Yeah, it's yeah. thinking right now. I want to see what it does. I don't think it understood. So oh, hopefully. Good. The uh, the robots have not yet become sentient, mm. but yeah, no, I, I like that episode. That's pretty good. Um, oh, jeez. Now it's she's going like, off. there was a glitch. Try again in a few <laughs> seconds. It's like, Absolutely not. Uh, what's that Instagram, Zach? What's that Instagram? The process underscore underscore podcast. Beautiful. Slide in our DMs. Get new new snippet out there, right? Go yep. check it out. It's pretty beautiful. Give it a like. Belinda Francis dropping some mad knowledge mad knowledge honestly though been thinking about putting the igtv snippets on youtube as well Mm -hmm. and creating like a series of micro videos that over time as this podcast grows and we get into the hundreds of episodes we can eventually get into the thousands of these little one to four five minute snippets of just key takeaways from each of the episodes yeah. it's a good build um, up until we have yeah. you know actual videos as well yeah i think so it's a good build up no that's not a bad idea actually it's I, a good I, like there. I like it i like it i like it so uh if you have any have any any ideas or thoughts on that send us an email send us a dm uh where and yeah just get in, get in contact if you have any ideas on how we can uh incorporate youtube into the process podcast because i think that would be pretty cool do you know i have a youtube channel no. Yeah, I do. Plug it. Doing doing videos for Catherine. It's oh. I don't have the I don't have the vanity URL yet, unfortunately. I don't have uh, youtube.com forward slash you know, Dylan Gotta got to get to hundred subscribers. Just had a, I just had a thought when you were talking about Belinda dropping mad knowledge. Um what if Belinda we, does drop mad knowledge? What if I turn some of those quotes? Because she had some good quotes. Posters. Posters on the podcast IG, Ooh, but like in an I actual like designed way, but like could we do it so that people could download them? Um, we could like set up a set up a link in the I was going to say it would be somewhere because you can't download it from my, uh, Instagram, right? So it would be from something else. Yeah. But somewhere, could do that, yeah. Like every every could, couple days. If we could find out where, yeah. We could um, say we could host it on my website, but then that's kind of like it's... I kind of don't want to do that because then it feels like it's taking it away from you in a way. I mean, we'll find a way to do it. There's got to be a way. Maybe it's just a link to literally just a, a Google Drive folder where those files go. Possibly. Whatever would work. Because now I'm thinking it'd be interesting, like, because um, it's different sizes, right, for Instagram and whatnot. Like, if we did one for Instagram, then, like, I could do one like a, like a desktop size and have it as like oh, a yeah. wallpaper type thing with like the quote. That. Yeah. Possibly. I like that idea. Possibly. I like that a lot. You know what I mean? Like the ones that you have where every day it's like, you know, don't fucking do this or. Oh, yeah. The good fucking design advice. Good fucking design uh, advice. Google, Google Kind of like where it's like big like that, but it's just a quote I like with that. some like process graphics here and there and the BTC tag and whatever. Yeah. That's a good idea. Possibly. I like that. Kind of cool. I like right? that a lot. No, like it'd be, di- it'd be different. Like that wallpaper would be different from. An Instagram post because it'd be different sizing, but yeah, like it wouldn't be hard to really just move stuff around or anything like that. That is a genius idea. 
or I could that just do other sticking out. posters for other um for Instagram and just like those are just different process posters and then we could turn some of the quotes into like wallpapers that people could download. Yeah, I like that a lot. It's a good idea. I like that. Because like will, that will Belinda, get sticky Belinda, out. Yeah. Because Belinda's like Belinda's quotes, even Sean's quotes too, like no substitute for practice. Okay. Heard it before a dozen times, but hearing him say it is really valuable. Yeah, and know? I think he's like um, one of our best friends. I think it'd be cool quickly thinking of how it would lay out too. Like you'd have like the quote being the biggest text hierarchy. Mm-hmm. And then underneath Graphics. somewhere having, you know, process podcast episode, blah, blah. And then, you know, featuring Sean Plattick. Oh yeah. Like, so his like name's that. on there to go with the quote, right? Yeah. And then have some graphics, some of the process graphics from like the artwork that we do, blah, blah. And then, yeah. It gives that it gives the guests something too. Like it gives Belinda something, gives Sean something. Yeah, right. Whoever else we have on the show, it gives them not just content because each guest that we have on has access to all the snippets that we produce, but it's that's just another level of stuff that they could have access to. I like that. Yeah, I like the idea. That's cool. <laughs> Pretty a little good quick ideas, uh, live brainstorming session. Yeah, that was like a great late night idea. Absolutely beautiful and. uh yeah, I guess we'll be back here doing the same thing tomorrow, won't we? Back yep. in everybody's ear holes. Yes. Excellent. Thank you so much, people. We love you very much, and we will see you tomorrow. Catch you. Peace.